Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 0457 736 736. Thank you, Vanessa. I'll get to your texts and calls this morning. Uh, as always, you come out shooting from the hip on a Monday morning. We love it. Absolutely love it. Let's chat, cr- uh, chat cricket after last night's victory by the Australian team. So the series is wrapped up against the West Indies. We've got one more match in the ODI series down there in Monica Oval in Canberra. Bryce McGain is on the line. G'day, Bryce. What did you make of last night's performance? I'll start with the Windies. What, what did you take out of the Windies' efforts last night? Yeah, good morning, Matty. Look at... I guess what we're seeing is a team that have some talent there, but uh, just weren't able to really fire on all cylinders. At times, they had Australia in some difficulty with the bat, but it was a lower order of Australia in the depth of cricket. Like, we've seen Sean Abbott get his chance. He was man of the match, as we just heard on the news. But, uh, you know, the other players as well, Aaron Hardy, maybe not household names, but unbelievably talented players. Will Sutherland on debut was pretty useful with the bat, but then excellent with the ball as well. So I guess it was uh, from the West Indies' point of view, they, they would have felt positive at times, but then when once they got the bat in hand, they just were never able to keep up with the rate. And Australia probably got 30 to 40 runs more than what they should have on a wicket that was pretty challenging. Almost, it almost seems like something that we saw in, in fits and spurts, Bryce, in the, in the Test Series, where the Windies can put up a fight and obviously very different in the second test there, but that they can put up a fight. They can dig deep and they can turn the tables on a team that is, that is going to outclass them. Essentially you feel in the, in the end. So they don't have the stamina essentially to go the distance with a team like Australia, but along the way, they've got little, little nuggets of gold that they can pick out. And I, I wonder whether that's what they're going to take home with them. Okay. Let's focus on those little bursts of, wicket-taking or good performances with the bat or digging deep when we need to. They're the takeaways, I reckon, that the West Indies will will have after these series? No question. And, look, what they had shown in the Test Series is that they're fast learners. They were quick to adapt and, and know some vulnerabilities of Australia and really hone in on that. Um, for instance, the second Test, they kept attacking the stumps later in the game and, you know, it proved to be really really successful, particularly for Shamar Joseph. But uh, I think they're looking to they're looking to formalise their, their team. Um, Jimmy Adams is a terrific coach, and he's coached for many, many years. And they're the things that he wants the team to do is to compete for longer periods and challenge the best team going around. Australia, are, um, you know, one day international champions. They won the World Cup, and so it was always going to be a difficult cha- a difficult. Oh, I guess, you know, chance to knock over Australia. But, uh, yeah, they are looking for those little parts in the contest and, uh, and and being able to compete for longer. Sean Abbott, he, he's the guy who's always been there with the immense talent. Last night was was his time in the spotlight. He's, he's had plenty of great performances ac- across plenty of, of different formats. But he had that kind of night, Bryce, that I reckon 
he deserved. So many people know that he deserved and has the talent to deliver. Great with the bat, 69 off 63. Um, fielding terrific. Couple of key catches and three wickets as well. He was outstanding. And as you say, he's been there and thereabouts for so long. I guess what, uh, and I'm, I'm in a lucky position where I do get to look at the Sheffield Shield each round and um, call a game and, and delve into those and, and get to know the players really well. He's been international ready for about three seasons now, uh, and that's his batting that lifted up just the first breakout of COVID. Uh, he came back and obviously done enormous amounts of work on his batting, and uh, his bowling has always been, uh, well, more often that was leading skill that he had but his ability with the bat now and he was able to do it and it wasn't the fear of the situation he played with freedom and, and really took the game on and, and punished every bad ball that was bowled to him so and, and it wasn't Ooh, just see if we can get Bryce back on the line so we'll just get you to uh, reconnect that 736. The performance of Sean Abbott was absolutely outstanding. Actually, Bryce just mentioned Sheffield Shield there, and we'll discuss this this morning. If you haven't seen it, jump on YouTube, go to the cricket websites, because you will see it. And it was a talking point yesterday at the SCG. Chris Green batting for New South Wales against uh, WA in their Sheffield Shield match over in Perth. He blocks one back to the bowler who picks it up and has a shot at the stumps regulation, but Greeny's standing in front of the stumps out of his crease and essentially blocks it away. I'll hit up Bryce with that in just a sec, but let's get back to that discussion. We got you back, mate. You just drift, uh, drifted off on the on the point about Sean Abbott. Yeah, just in the car, might have hit the tram lines. Uh, <laughs> caused a bit of interference, but um, look, I, I yeah, look, Sean Abbott was he's just been superb. So he has been international ready and. The depth of Australian cricket, I know we, we have concerns at times. The public go, oh, gee, where are the next players coming from? We're okay. <laughs> Domestic cricket is as strong as I reckon it's been in the last decade. Uh, Shield cricket is preparing players for test matches. And there's no doubt the, the one day in the Big Bash, uh, the Marsh Cup, that is, it is really competitive. And these players, as soon as they get an opportunity in the international team, they're able to perform. We saw that the other night with uh, Xavier Bartlett. Um, you know, he's been around for a few years now, gets his opportunity at international level, and he's ready to perform. Um, Australian cricket is in good hands. Um, we fear not. Mate, just on the Sheffield Shield one, so I just raised this while we were trying to get your connection back, so I'm not sure if you, if you heard me, but it, it was a talking point while we were out at the SCG last night, and then I got to watch it early this morning, the Chris Green incident. So... He, he, he blocks one back to the bowler. The bowler picks it up and has the regulation sort of put you back in your crease shy at the stumps. Green is out of his crease and essentially blocks the ball away, which would be obstructing the fielder, would it not? And it, they had a discussion about it and the umpire said, play on. Well, how did you view that? And, and do you, in your mind, do you think, what, what's the difference, I guess, between a runner going for a run in the act of trying to, take a run, somebody has a shot at the stumps and the, the batter puts his bat out to stop it from hitting the stumps. That would be obstruction, wouldn't it? Yeah, no question. So it's a fine line between obstruction of the field, but in that incidence you, you were talking about, it's also around self-protection. And if they feel that the ball is coming at them, then they they are oh. entitled to protect themselves. So, oh, that's dodgy. Uh, that, mate, that's, that's like fine line territory. <laughs> that's grey line, isn't it? it? 
it is. Now I didn't see the incident, so yeah. I, I haven't I haven't seen it to, to make my own judgment on it. But that's the decision that the umpires would be making. But in the Under-19 World Cup, in a match between Zimbabwe, this is just yesterday over the or over the weekend. Uh, Zimbabwe, uh, England player just blocked it. It was at his feet at the crease. And we saw this all the way through the summer. The batsman picked it up, tossed it to the keeper. The appeal was upheld, obstructing the field. So it is going on. Um, Zimbabwe, uh, and they checked. Do you want to go to that? They went to the third umpire, and, of course, he had no obligation or had to give him out because that was, that were the rules. So mm. obstructing the field has definitely been in the, in the headlines uh, in recent times. So... The one with Green, I'll have to have a look at it to uh, to make my own opinion, but they're the decisions the umpire would have made. Yeah, check it out. He's still there on 17, and New South Wales 7 for 2, 44, 12 behind WA's first innings total. So you'll be at Monica Oval calling uh, the match tomorrow afternoon and into the evening right here on SEN. The third one day of the series is gone. The third one day of the final ODI here. What do you think? Well, A, what type of team can we see from Australia? Matthew Short's got some hamstring problems. Um, they'll probably bring Xavier Bartlett back in. And and what can the Windies do here? Well, how stiff Xavier Bartlett getting a rest after bowling the, the <laughs> second best ever one-day international performance of, of a debut player. So uh, he'll, he'll be keen to get back in. Yeah, look, Short will have a break. He has got a bit of tightness there. So, look... I'm just looking for good performances. Obviously, the West Indies are going about it their way. They're looking to compete for longer, and uh, and, and hopefully we see them be able to do that. The wicket is always really good at Monica, so um, we look forward to a good batting strip there that can maybe see them make a few more runs. Uh, but I hope the Australians who get the opportunity you know, continue to thrive. Guys like Aaron Hardy, who I mentioned before, um, some of those fresh faces who've got their chance because of the, the I guess... They're resting a number of players. I hope they really do perform well and the rest of the country can see what talent we have uh, in the next generation. He was good. Aaron Hardy yesterday, 26 with the bat and took a wicket. One for 28, I think, he and, or one for 27 he ended up with off his eight overs. Good on you, mate. Have a good call tomorrow. Thanks for your time this morning. Always great to catch up, Matty. Have a ripper day. You too. Bryce McGain joining us there. So full coverage of the third ODI from Canberra tomorrow afternoon from 2 o'clock here on SEN. Back after this break.